what is good everybody thank you all for rocking with us you're tuning in to the boys over at man to man where we bring a unique vibe to the traditional sports talk show this is your co-host andy elliott alongside your co-host liam the hoop star nash hoop star what's up man we're on dash radio nothing but net channel all things basketball you can also find us on all streaming and social platforms at man to man podcast leave us a five-star review subscribe to our channel but most importantly share with your moms and get your damn merch interested in creating a podcast but don't know where to start we've been asked this question more times and lebron has corrected his own hairline our answer make a great first impression and start with your cover art Look good, feel good, podcast better. Our friends over at Fiverr is an online marketplace for freelance services with low-cost providers from all over the world. And it gets his name from the starting price of services, which is only five bucks. Let the boys over at Man to Man give you a head start. Hit that link in our description or head over to our website at Man to Man Podcast. There's an S after the T.com to get started. Liam, it is a late night for us. We just kind of destined ourselves to watch all the all-star shenanigans and activities and events and 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 it's pretty late. What's up, man? You all right? You still awake over there? I'm awake today. I've had a pretty good day, I would say. I, I called you earlier and you're like, damn, why are you so happy? I was like, I don't even know. Yeah. I, I, I don't even, I don't think I sounded all that happy to me. I mean, for I can me, just I tell you, dude, you had a bad week last week. You said it was just an okay week. We all have just okay weeks, but there's always something in somebody's day that you can just say, hey, it's a good day. We got it good. So why are you so happy, man? What was the transition from last week to this week? Something about a text message and it's somebody a- saying they weren't supposed to do so. I'm guessing this is like an ex-girlfriend problem with you dude you don't really like talking about it but i can almost guess that's what it is and unless i just don't know something entirely about you <laughs> no it's, it's just a, a better week i'm getting things figured out is what it what it comes down to what's going on with flight school tell me about it i'm waiting to hear back um like where what what my next steps would be in terms of continuing the the flighting school because they're you know had some problems and you know the whole flight industry's kind of been messed up Mm-hmm. as of you know COVID took over so kind of waiting for the next steps there but who knows at this moment kind of waiting are you are you it. still just doing online stuff right now I mean and is that something that that you're kind of bummed out about because you obviously want to continue the course yeah just you know certain things just staying up to, to date on certain things and then just kind of waiting and seeing if I can you know find a, a right timeline for me to complete my training so it's just a bunch of little things as they would say so but what if it's why can't you go back in and, and continue to fly the plane if it's just you and your instructor it's just how they have it set up right now it's just very uh i guess scheduling is like like 25 percent or something and we can only have so many people in there at a time and, and it's just you know just caution tape surrounding the whole thing what about uh your weekend though let's let, you've had a nice I little try to weekend. get away from this i try to <laughs> I get know, i just I tried know. to throw it all on you man i know i'm not letting you get away with this one <laughs> you've had uh you've had a little weekend yourself it's our boy uh wilk's birthday shout out to wilk's yeah you were celebrating with him a little bit this weekend yeah yeah as i mean i don't go out like that ever but oh, you don't go out like that <laughs> i don't man because when i'm talking out we're talking broadway at this point we're talking out by myself in a line on broadway for like 40 minutes just to go hang out with a blackout dude you know it's very hard uh to get in touch with someone who's you know they like drinking as an uh an extracurricular activity and kind of just had to find them inside the bar but i yeah i went on broadway and i was kind of telling you man it's just 
a lot of people here in, in the southern states don't quite believe in COVID or just kind of want to push it aside. We're getting closer and closer. Obviously, there's four states now that have completely opened up. I think Florida, Mississippi, Texas, another state that I, I'm probably missing out here. But Nashville's kind of the same thing. It's a big uh, touristy spot. A lot of people come here for the weekend. So yes, there were a lot of people on Broadway, which I was telling you kind of made me realize that I, I don't have alcohol problem. I don't have an alcohol problem at all. Just like casually drinking just like anybody else. But like seeing people down here, it definitely puts into a whole nother perspective. Like I went down there sober, just seeing guys act the way that they do. It's just, you know, girls are throwing up before Ubers and it's just, it, it really is like a movie scene down there in downtown. I mean, you've been down there multiple times. They got yeah, to get their natural time. experience. That's what it is. I guess right? that's what it is. Yeah, it really is because you can just tell who the tourist people are. And, you know, they're just, they're acting a fool and everything else. And I think that's why a lot of people in Nashville who are really from Nashville, not just the people who just moved here, but the guys who are really from Nashville, stay away from Broadway. I like Midtown. It's cool and all, but to say the least, that's probably why my voice sounds a little bit raggedy right now. It is late. I haven't gotten a lot of sleep this weekend, but it's always fun celebrating a dear friend's birthday. Wilkes is definitely one of those guys you got to keep up with. You know, he, he kind of just goes on a roll and then, yeah, I've spent the last 48 hours with him. So it was a good time. As far as that, yeah, I just I just need some sleep, man. Just need some snooze. What's going on? You, I mean, you're coming here to Nashville next week, so maybe we can go to Top Golf. I think we decided that we're gonna go to Top Golf and check it out. If you guys haven't been to a Top Golf or even a Top Golf in Nashville, it's probably one of the best things that you can do while touring here, besides just going to Broadway and drinking your ass off. Yeah, your birthday, big two five. You know, getting closer and closer to. Uh, some people would like to say you're one fourth of the way through life. You know, mm-hmm. hopefully you make it to a hundred. I'm not quite sure. No sold one's making it to 100. No one is making it to 100. That's all right. We live it up, man. Yeah, halfway to 50. I'm excited. Hopefully, uh, a lot of good things coming up. I don't know. How was your 25th? Did you have a good one? I think I was in Nashville for my 25th, actually. Yeah, but the year itself. Uh, yeah, it was pretty Ups good. Ups and downs. I mean, just like every year, right? I don't every know year, yeah. Like- I tell you what, man, someone was asked me if I was excited to turn 25 and I really was just because like 24 was, is just COVID. You know, I almost don't even want to think about this year anymore and kind of just one guy said it perfectly when I was Ubering this guy like a couple months ago. He's like, man, I'm old and I would never want to say this, but I, I, I almost want to wish this time pass. You know, I never want to wish time away, but like, yeah, I'm excited to keep it moving, man. It is the all-star weekend. So we'll probably break down some all-star weekend stuff with you guys. I've just been watching Gold Digger prank videos all weekend. Liam, check it out. It's kind of funny. I mean, there's just people, I guess, before we even get into the all-star thing, I've been watching these videos all weekend. Is there something I just watch, like binge watch on YouTube that's just totally irrelevant to everything else? I watch cooking stuff, like just cooking videos on YouTube. Through college, that was kind of my thing, like just watching cooking videos. That's the only thing I would like really binge watch on YouTube per se, but I don't know. It depends on what it is. Sometimes you can just see one or two videos like that and just, you know, it turns into 50 right away. Yeah. I'll tell you what, with those cooking videos though, I've done it too, but I've watched, I haven't watched cooking tutorial videos. I've more watched steak videos and like big meats and stuff like that at like 1am on an empty stomach. And my mouth is just so (laughs) watery. I don't know if you would ever get like that where you're like, man, if I could just eat that, I could just eat it out of the screen right now. That's why I had to stop watching those videos, man. But the cooking videos, you you did say you were a bit of a cooker in college. So did you ever replicate any of those videos? I mean, you tried to, right? You never get it down to the science. There's these videos that I've been watching. It's just like this guy in LA. He's in Hollywood, whatever, Beverly Hills. And 
he's got all these rental cars, I'm guessing, Lambos, Ferraris, everything else. And he's going up to certain women and, and saying, hey, like, you know, just being friendly. You want to go out for coffee or something like that? And they're like, oh, no, I got a boyfriend. Just kind of being a pest at times. But then he'll go over to his Lambo, like in two parking spots right next door to their car or whatever. And they, they're just coming back. And it's a whole different story. And he's getting girls to just break up with guys on the spot. He's getting girls to go into the Ferrari uh, in front of their boyfriend. And then at the end of the video, he's always, hey, you can't do this. You would do this in two seconds. Two minutes ago, you said this. And then he, you know, he'll bring the boyfriend in the Ferrari and he'll be like, fuck that, dude. Let's go get you, you know, a real girl. And it's, I don't know, I was telling Lake tonight, man. He lives out there in San Diego. And I was like, I just never would want to live in that kind of like a materialistic city like LA. I can never live in LA unless I just had that lifestyle where I was just super rich, but that's just not even fun too, man. I feel like it's all fucked up out there. No, it's all I mean, fucked up. <laughs> it's it like, it's, it's up. all lust. It's all love. It's all lust out there. I just couldn't do it, man. That's just terrible to see girls switch like that. People moving in with guys and then they're just switching on a, from a, a, a guy on the street with a, a Lamborghini. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. Some girls, you know, they like to chase the money and that's what they think will make them happy. It I becomes mean. an addiction. I yeah. get it though, man. If I had that shit, I'd totally fucking splurge too. We were talking about going to Vegas. I said, okay, realistically <laughs> though, dude, how much is it to rent a Lambo? Like 1500 you know, maybe a day, wherever you get. I said, fuck it, let's do it. Skip the whole hotel. We just get the car for the weekend. Maybe pick up some dudes, maybe some chicks, who knows, whatever falls our way. And... You know, they ask us about what we're going to do later on that night. Go to the club. Where's our hotel at? Now, nah, it's just the car. We just got the car. Yeah. So we're trying to just figure out sleeping arrangements from, <laughs> from here. We'll pull up to your hotel, whoever we find. Yeah, where there. are you guys actually staying at? We just got the car until like 8 a.m. tomorrow. And then you cool. If we just crash here for the rest of the weekend. That was kind of our plan going into it. Exactly. <laughs> we're going to introduce a new segment here to get a little more interaction with you guys. Our weekly trivia question. For this week, it's kind of themed around All-Star Weekend. So I guess the best way to do it is just having a, a trivia question every week. And you guys can comment if you're watching on YouTube, comment the answer. Or if you're listening, I guess Twitter is the best option for you guys there. Just tweet the answer at us at MTM NBA Show on Twitter. But yeah, just to you know, get a little more interaction. This week's question is going to be, which team sent four players to the 2015 NBA All-Star Game. There's four players that a team sent to that All-Star Game. What uh, what four players are those guys' names? Do you have any guesses for me, Mr. Twesington? Mm, that's a good one. <laughs> you asked me to put the answer in, in our little weekly prep, and I was like, no, that I'm not. I want you to take a guess or two. <laughs> Definitely defeats the purpose. Obviously, guess the Golden State Warriors. Right, and that's not. And that's not wrong. Yeah, they, so, had, they had three. Right. In 2015, it's all themed around All-Star Weekend. Here. What about, it's not the Cavs, is it? No. The Heat. No. All right. <laughs> all right. I don't know. Give us the answer, comment, tweet us what you find the answer to be. But I guess let's just get right into. That's a good all- one. That's a good one. I like that one. Yeah. Let's get right into just All-Star Weekend. I guess. It's not All-Star Weekend. It's just All-Star Day, right? That's right. no more weekend, at least not this year. Um, first up, Skills Challenge. Our guy, Sabonis, won that shit. What 
That's pretty fucking hype. Yeah, I he mean, was runner up last year, so he's destined right. to win it this year. It's just weird how the two finalists were big men. But I think it was D Wade that was saying it, or somebody should not win this competition. Right. Chris Paul's be- in it. Covington was in it. He's a three point shooter. I feel like the hardest thing about this competition is the pass. Because I think yeah. it starts out with you take the ball, kind of run around those different poles, and then the first thing is the pass. If you get if you don't get the pass, probably outed significantly yeah. after that. But yeah, the skills challenge Sabonis, you know, it was cool that he got a trophy and everything else. The guy looked pretty nervous in his post-game interview. I feel like a lot of people still think that these people are, you know, superhumans and stuff like that. The guy was freaking nervous. I could just tell. It's always like the guys that have come up with the short answers, you know, it's always yeah, just have fun with it. Just have fun. And then like the last question was, who is this trophy for? Which I don't know if it's a bad question or not. He's just like, who's it for? Uh, Probably my uh, myself. Family. <laughs> yeah, family. Like, what do you want me to say? Like, am I going to go like off the court and, you know, donate my trophy to somebody? Or yeah, what? I think he wanted that one. It's, it's his first trophy besides. Yeah, he doesn't have any other trophies. I'm guessing unless he had some sort of trophies playing in Europe. Maybe. I don't know. I think this is kind of... Okay, I, I don't want to say this off top, but I'm thinking All-Star Weekend this year is just not living up to the hype. And mm-hmm. I it never really has. It's it's supposed to be a whole weekend, a couple events here and there, and it's nice to tune in and watch. But for right. this, I think this is the most unviewed event that they have. Like, nobody really cares about this because, A, the players don't really take it seriously. You mm-hmm. know, Doncic is out there... He had his warm-up suit. He was the only guy that had his warm-up suit jogging, not really taking it serious. Um, and it's supposed to be fun for, you know, the fans and stuff, but when there's no fans in the building, how fun can it be, you know? Yeah. And so I think it kind of kind of lost some of its hype. I don't know. To be I just, honest, I didn't really watch it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Say, I just I, had it on, but. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I couldn't just sit there and enjoy. I will say, this. though, to to counter that is you never see, you see Dame Lillard and everybody, you know, pulling up from logo, but not from half court. That's pretty cool to see. I like right. watching that. You know, Steph did it. Steph's dunking, throwing oops to CP3. Like, that stuff is cool, but. I'm glad they they you know putting this in incentive to each quarter and at the end of the game where it's you know who has whoever has the most points in each quarter that team donates a hundred thousand dollars to that uh, particular charity. I think there's two charities for each team, and uh, that's probably the coolest part about the All Star Game. But yes, to your point, and as a viewer, don't really care. Right. Well, let's talk about Steph. He won the three point contest. Came down to the last shot once again this year. Last year it was Buddy Heald. Uh, had to make his last shot to to win that. Mm-hmm. Um, this year it's Steph. Um, biggest comment I saw on Twitter about this was, you know, does, does Steph Curry just not do this anymore? Because the first – it looks like he's just on a whole different level. You know, yeah. you have like LeBron James says he's not going to participate in like dunk contests and stuff like that. Are we getting to the level of like, hey, Steph Curry, you're kind of to that level of shooting. Like, this isn't fun. We know you, you know, are going to win. Maybe let, you know, a guy that's on the come up take your spot and and for a weekend or for an event like this. Possibly, but I don't think so. I think Steph was probably going to want to win multiple of these trophies. It's really fun to him. In my opinion, I'd rather watch the the three-point contest more than the All-Star game. It's probably the most fun event that I liked, that I enjoyed watching. You know, guys like Zach Levine, Jalen Brown, sleepers that 
I almost predicted to make the final round, but didn't. But it's so close every single year. It's not like Steph just blew these guys out. You get 30 shots. The Mountain Dew four-point shot is really cool. And no, I think Steph will be in this one for, for multiple years to come because he's the he literally is the greatest shooter of all time. But as far as, you know, individual accolades go, I think if I were a step, I'd want to go in there. That was sick, you know, just winning on a, a game winner like that. It'll most likely always be like that when it comes down to the final two. Right. I mean, I mean, to say at least this, I mean, Steph Curry's been in seven three-point contests, and this is only his second win. I think right. he lost to Clay Thompson a couple of times. Um, so, yeah, I, I get that point. I don't know if it just depends on who else is in the field because – I also don't think like Jason Tatum is a real like he's not like a, a sniper shooter. I was even saying to you like I don't think Zach Levine is a sniper from he's more of like off the dribble like make a move type of you know shooter. We we don't have like a Kyle Korver or somebody in the three point mm-hmm. contest in the last couple of years. Um, yeah, Joe Harris last year. Yeah, he's more. Yeah, he he's he's definitely a, a like a set you know just sniper shooter. But it depends on who it is and else in the field. Like, I saw the lineup this year, and there's obviously they used all all stars mm-hmm. um, because they didn't want to, you know, add more people to to the list of, of people in there and stuff like that. But I don't know. It, I just knew. I don't think anybody didn't think Steph Curry was going to win. Well, this, right? I will say for the skills challenge, there was out of nowhere Robert Covington, and right. he might have been the only guy who participated in All Star Day without being an All Star. Yeah, well, besides the dunk contest, but yeah. Um, yeah, I think uh, yeah, he was... Yeah, obviously besides... Yeah, those three guys weren't in it at all. Right. I mean, I think... I don't know. I think there was something about him, you know, shouting out his uh, HBUC and, and, and yeah. stuff like that of TSU mm-hmm. um, and, and getting some notoriety for that. He did a big, you know, donation and stuff like that. But yeah, I don't know. I just... I don't really know. I, I, it just takes away, like, this is kind of me building on this notion of it. The hype wasn't there. You know, it's kind of taking away from All-Star Weekend. And this was another event that I do enjoy, but it was almost, like, not fun to watch because I knew, like, based on the lineup, I mean, Steph Curry was going to, you know, easily take this over. I don't know. I, Would you rather just, watch the dunk contest than the, uh, the three-point contest then? No, I think the dunk contest was very, very lame too. We can we can go into that as well. I mean, we got what's his name, Anthony Simons, uh, for the the Trailblazers. Trailblazers, yeah, he won it. Um, the dunks weren't very cool. I didn't see a, a dunk that it was like, holy shit, like new wave, like never seen before. Mm-hmm. Um, not taking away from like their athleticism and and this and that, but again, it wasn't like jaw-dropping dunks or, you know, I don't know if that's just because there's no fans and you don't see the celebrities getting hype and right. this and that, but I don't know. It was more of like a, who are these no-name dudes, basically. Right, um, especially picking rookies out of nowhere. We don't see yeah. Cassius Stanley was another contestant. He doesn't get any playing time at all for the Pacers. I think it's just that there were no fans that just made this whole weekend pretty much pointless. And it's almost you got to look at it and be like, okay, well, how much did the league actually profit off of this? Could they have gone without having this? Or was it just something that is just such a tradition 
for so many years now that you just almost have to have something like this. And it's probably cool for the guys once they actually get on the floor and the first time all-stars and everything else, like huge shout out to Mike Conley for being a first time all-star should have been, you know, back when, back in that early stages of him and the Grizzlies, but it's probably just not having any of the fans there. It's like, I don't know, dude, I I don't really care to watch it this year. Just kind of want to see basketball uh, come to the, the playoffs. And, you know, I think, I think we'll, surely see that here soon but i think for a lot of viewers don't really care about the regular season don't really know what's going on uh you know that's why we always try to keep up with the current topics and everything else but at the same time i don't know about you i really don't watch a lot of nba basketball during the week just because a i don't really have time to watch all the games we're not journalists so it's like you know how much do we really have to do we kind of just do our own angle with this thing and then b i don't have the nba package or whatever i think it's overpriced and you can watch any of the games on reddit and then see i think a lot of viewers like the game of nba basketball because playoffs when it starts to get real and then this year with not having any fans or anything like that it's it's almost pointless man and it's almost who knows i think my thing is just it's and it's been just such a tradition that they've had to continue to have these sort of events but in the middle of a, a pandemic and everything else with vaccinations not being taken yet I don't know if it's it's views viewed as selfish. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's a you know a good. I, I'm glad that they had it. You know, it was kind of just cool, and it's good for the players to get away and get that time off from from you know the basketball and and you know go see their families if they're not in the in the All Star game and and whatnot. It's a good break, but they need to do something else. You know, more incentives or something if it's going to continue to be kind of this unenjoyable. I guess one last thing I want to say about the all-star game was the jerseys blue and yellow. I think, I think that was the original idea because I think, you know, obviously with them supposed to be playing in Indianapolis, I I don't know. Is that just me kind of thinking outside the box here? <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, no? we can talk about the all-star game. We see uh, Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons the night before disqualified. That's, uh, due to contact tracing and stuff, but again, the the I had a couple of friends mention and text me and be like, "I'm not watching the All Star game after the first quarter because it's like mm-hmm. unenjoyable." It's cool to see, like you mentioned a little bit, like Steph and and um, Damian Litter kind of go back and forth shooting half court shots and seeing some dunks. But I remember last year at least the competition down the stretch. You know, when it was back and forth, they turned it on there for a little bit, you know, and mm-hmm. that, that ending. And that was enjoyable. But this year, LeBron's team was up by like, you know, 20 or some points. So the ending was kind of not, yeah. it wasn't enjoyable to watch, you know. Right. And I don't know. It's just, I don't want to like shit on the NBA, you know, because I like the NBA. But like, this was just a poor, very poor performance in terms yeah. of putting on a spectacle spectacle for for the fans to enjoy because this was not enjoyable yeah just not enough cheese heads out there for that that kind of event either i don't even know what that means i don't know what it means either but <laughs> i was eating like some cheese while i was watching the game and it's like the string cheese and i was just like man i just i ain't a big enough cheese head for this shit <laughs> all right um, we will uh take that how that is. Let's go into uh some couch conversations. Uh let's uh kind of loosen it up a little bit. 
Let's start off with this one earlier this week, mm. which kind of caught my eye with uh, Baker Mayfield. He uh, said he saw aliens. Have you ever seen like the UFOs or anything like that? Or Only on YouTube videos, man. I haven't been lucky enough to actually see one in the air. What, what would you say to an alien? My, that's my biggest thing. I was like, all right, so he supposedly saw an alien. What the alien, you know, it was a, a fast beaming light or whatnot. Alien yeah. pops out or something. What, what, what are you saying to my, an alien, bro? I'd probably just say namaste <laughs> or come in peace or something. Namaste, share with your moms. First of all, you can say this all you want, but if you don't have the evidence, then I don't believe you. There's so many videos, or unless he did post a picture of it, but he didn't, right? No, no picture, but he just... He then I don't believe it. Picture didn't happen. So, he explained it as a as a, a fast-moving light, so he, he thought it or something. Nah, like nah, 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 nah. <laughs> no, no, no. I ain't buying it. It's not even worthy to talk about. There are all these UFO videos on YouTube. I'm sure you've seen them. And all these theories, like what was that thing in, in Arizona? Someone was just, was someone playing a prank on us and just putting that big metal cheese stick oh, looking yeah. thing like <laughs> in Arizona and different spots on the map. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that thing? I don't know. I think that was somebody. Just, that was probably yeah. the TikTok algorithm robot. <laughs> Who knows? Like if you're just close to that thing, your algorithm just, you, you hit the algorithm if you're in a certain uh, area. What would I say to the alien? Probably just namaste, dude. I come in peace. I think Joe Rogan said something that was hilarious the other week. At, or it was after the Capitol, the riot at the Capitol. And he posted, uh, aliens, this is a good time. Now is a good time. <laughs> oh, help us. Now is a good time. Yeah, um, I don't know. What would you say to an alien? I don't even know. I would probably be so freaked out at the at the beginning. Be like, damn, what, what are you doing? I mean, there's got to be other things that are definitely out there. Are they are they speaking like their own language? Yes, or? yes, yes. That's, but when, that's not even a thing. Yeah. Do you, so they wouldn't have like technology or anything like that of like learning English. They're probably looking down on us and being like these fucking morons. Yeah. They're you know what are they doing or something like that, right? I'll tell so you. I think what they would it, definitely know the language though. They would probably try to. I speak don't think in, so, but I think they would understand our movements and our acts and everything else. I don't know if they would understand our language. But I definitely think that they would understand us like uh, any sort of animal would, but obviously 10 times more clever. So this is the thing, though, like Earth is just a floating thing in a whole different galaxy in in a Milky Way and everything else. You see Earth zoomed out, bro. It's like we're like just a floating ball in the middle of nothing. You know what I'm saying? There's got to be something out there. Elon Musk is trying to get people to Mars and shit. See, that was yeah. another thing that I was, I don't need, I don't know if I was telling you this about this, you about this or not, but who's going to like pay, he's trying to pay somebody, somebody to go live up in Mars for a year. Fuck. I don't know if I'm doing it. I, mean, I don't know if, if that, I'm doing if that, it. If that check is big enough, you can send me where that check is going to matter if you're dying in, in Mars, bro. Like I, you got it. You can't even, for me, I don't even know if I could keep up with the days. I just, I don't know. I don't know if I'd have a calendar or anything. Are you paying me to live by myself in Mars and tell me that I'm not going to freak out? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're not, you're not, you're not the one to go to Mars. You just, you're just looking person. out there and like you just walk out and it's pretty much you're in the galaxy. You're in the Milky Way, bro. You could see the craziest UFOs out there. Like that's your sky out there, dog. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, bro. You got a number? I would say like, you know, 
50 mil, I'd do that. Oh, mm-hmm. no. I'm talking 50 mil? billion, dog. No, you better I'm talking pay me a billy. Fifty mil, fifty mil. I'm I'm set for the rest of my life. I'm cool. That's fair. I'm cool. But you have but a if chance I die, of dying out there, bro. But if I die up there, my people back at, at the in the, on the earth, they getting like like two hundred mil because you fucked my life up. But they got <laughs> they got to get taken care of like triple, you know, quadruple yeah. the, the amount because you fucked my shit up. Type I just up. don't know, man. I'd be so sexually frustrated as well. Just start to use my left hand and shit. Oh shit! All right, I'm gonna preface this one a little, a little. I'm gonna give you a little backstory on this because this last week I've been, uh, you know, taking on a new kind of diet in terms of uh, my water intake. Okay, so mm-hmm. I've been trying to drink my weight in ounces of water. Mm-hmm. So I weigh like one. I mean, I fluctuate pretty. Pretty substantially throughout the week, but anywhere. Yeah, not from to like, mention your packing as well. What? What the packing? Okay, that, I thought that's what you said, but I, I didn't know if I heard you right. So it's it's, it's anywhere from like one eighty to you know one eighty five. Uh, so it's one hundred and eighty five ounces. So first couple of days, I was drinking hella water, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I had a little scare. Uh, I think the water hit my 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 track system and. I, I thought I was, you know, trying to let out a little gas. Yeah. And I, I thought I, I thought I was letting out some gas and maybe I shit my pants. Yeah. Did <laughs> um, you? I, no, I checked and it wasn't, but it was like, you know, the wet ass. How do you, how do you check? <laughs> Come how do you on, check bro. is the question, bro. But I say this because Devin Booker came out and said he definitely has seen other players in the league, you know, yeah. said he, he definitely knows people that shit themselves during these games. Um, I That's guess insane. You, Is he name dropping anybody? No, he didn't name drop anybody. But you, he, he said, you know, you could see some players wearing the white jerseys, yeah. little doo doo stains. Like, yeah. man, it happens, dude. I mean, it happens to the best of us. You can't you lie if sh- it's not. Yeah, I've have shit you ever myself. shit your pants? Yes. Sober, you just shit your pants. Yes. The only time I shit my pants, I was very un. <laughs> I was very intoxicated. But I'm not talking like full shit, you know. I'm just talking about like what you're talking about. And I'm this is a middle school man just throwing away my draws and like you know lunchtime <laughs> hits, you know that that lunch food that that inner city public school lunch food ain't the best, especially those cookies for desserts and just throwing away the draws in the bathroom, man. Kind of going on with my day. But no, nah, I never I, from drinking too much water. I probably don't even drink that much water anyways, as much as I should at least. But Never really had a, had a scare with anything like that or like pissing myself. I, I haven't really ever pissed myself. Um, so many, I've kind of been many, the lucky ones. How many uh, players of in the NBA think they, they actually shit themselves in a year? That's a real conversation right there for you. I don't know, man. Probably probably more than we think. You know? I was going to say, because Devin Booker we... made it sound like, I mean, I think he was obviously joking, but he made it sound like there was a couple of people. Yeah. Throughout straight the, up, yeah, through the year, like, gang, yeah. Nah, I don't know, man. He, it's, it's me. whoever smelt it, dealt it. Whoever said it, did it. You know what I'm saying? So it's, he probably talking about himself. Never had a had a scare. The only scare I had was on Sundays. Yeah, you big big Sunday scaries looking off. I know that big Sunday scaries. Yeah, definitely. I don't got uh, him right now though. I'm good. <laughs> you've had you had him earlier today. It's a little late late o'clock right now, but. 
this morning you you gave me a phone call and he was like, hey. I don't know if it was this morning, but could have been <laughs> no. at 5 p.m. Yeah, your morning, though. He's like, I'm going to go back to sleep. Fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's talk about the first uh, uh, first time All-Star uh, with Julius Randle, though. Um, kind of putting the, the Knicks on, on the map a little bit in terms of the NBA. Uh, they look like they're going to make the playoffs. And he's kind of the the player that's kind of turned it around um, for them, at, at least as of late. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, it's like, where does where does this success for the Knicks? You know, we always been shitting on the Knicks. Like mm-hmm. we talk about free agents. No, no free agents want to go to an organization like the Knicks. Yeah. Um, do you do you buy buy Julius Randle and his success and him kind of turning this page for the Knicks? Or uh- or what? Do I buy his success? Sure. And, and I, do it, you think it's going to change the the organization though? No. It, it but it can definitely as far as change completely. No, but start that change. Yes. And I don't know if there's a difference there, but I don't think he's like the reason that they're going to change. And I get the Knicks are doing well. They're fifth in the East right now, so it's actually very surprising. But like the other guys who have been there, it's all just they're all starting to figure it out and they're all helping, you know, create that change for the Knicks. And sure, I think Julius Randle is a big part of that success and everything else. Obviously, you can't uh, discredit everything that he's done for the Knicks so far. But I just don't think that it's just something to really even talk about or even think of. I mean, when we're talking about teams in the NBA, right, it's it's always just the end goal with every single team. And every single year, we always look at these teams and talk about the teams who are contenders. As far as the Knicks, that might be a conversation for me and you to have maybe next year, even as, as soon as next year, but not discrediting the start of something new for the Knicks. And I definitely think that Julius Randle has a big part of that. Yes. So sure. I'll buy a success. Just depends on what the Knicks are going to do in the next couple of years to set themselves up for success. Right. I think that's another thing that I kind of want, kind of what I think is like, how, how how much of his success is going to, like who big name free agents like will say, hey, I want to go play with Julius Randle, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking if I'm a, a top, you know, top free agent, like a Luca coming up um, or, you know, even we saw like Giannis before he signed his extension. Like, I don't see players like that going like, "Damn, I'm gonna go play with Julius Randle." So mm-hmm. that's where I'm gonna say I don't, I don't buy it. I'm, I'm selling the Julius Randle success. I'm glad he's doing well. It's good for him as a player, but he's not the the guy to do it. You know, he's not. I'm not thinking like, oh, he's going to turn around the whole, the whole organization. You know, it's almost like they just need to continue to bank on their draft picks, which is so tough for them because they it always seems like they get so unlucky every single year. But on the other hand, when you're talking about Luca, Giannis, these guys who are superstars have homes already. It doesn't matter if they're going to be a free agent. LeBron will probably resign with the Lakers. You know, all these other guys. You have to look at the guys who are low key, like an Isaiah Thomas that might try to come in and, and help out, or Derek Rose, for another example, that wanted to go to the Knicks, or just other guys who are top free agents, Kyle Corver. Like those guys can help out a team like that if all five players come together. Obviously, if you have one superstar, you look at the Mavs right now, one superstar, eh, 
they're not even in top eight right now. So Knicks, it, it's all there's no I in team unless you're Kobe and there's me and team and a motherfucker. But it's <laughs> you just got to find other guys like that who have you know that's you know and eh, you know talent more talent than uh, other players per se and just kind of join forces. And I think that's what really creates the chemistry. It's another team like the Pacers where you just need a full core for teams, for those kind of teams to be good. But the Knicks are a big market team. So it's, it's weird how they haven't really taken a lot of, I don't know. They've taken advantage of it, taken a lot of advantage of it. Right. I don't know. I think it's definitely something to keep your eye on, but I think, Unless Julius Randle, you know, becomes a superstar, which he's not. He's a star, but unless he comes and becomes a superstar for that team and really starts, you know, maybe a 30 and 10 average mm-hmm. or close to it, I don't think we'll see much change coming from the Knicks. Um, what about – I guess we could talk about this, but what about Kevin Garnett? I know you – he tries to buy the Timberwolves or get a share of the Timberwolves. Basically said, nah, this isn't for you. Um, I don't know. I think if a, a player like somebody like Kevin Garnett that gave so much to the Timberwolves wants a little stake in the in the organization, why why not give it to him? Right. I totally agree with that, and I don't really I don't announce as he won't be Timberwolves owner. Um, I don't know a lot about this to be honest, but I do know that some I think it was ESPN interviewed the owner of the Jazz. And this guy has no connection with basketball. He's he's grown up in Utah. He's a multimillionaire. And the main questions that they're just asking him is, why the Jazz? Why do you decide to buy a team? And it was just, you know, the matter of the fact that everything kind of fell in place and he had the opportunity to go do it. He's always been to the games and everything else. But if Kevin Garnett can't, I mean, if Drake, you know, is a part-time owner or has some sort of percentage uh, owning that team, then why not Kevin Garnett? Um, it just sounds like they weren't in, yeah, weren't involved in the process of purchasing purchasing the team in a color, in a colorfully worded Instagram post. Um, yeah, I I think some of these you know special players like you were saying that that play for that certain organization and and leave an imprint on that certain team definitely should be allowed if they have enough money to be a part of something great like that and and hopefully help build it. We've seen it all around the league. Just don't understand. Um, the full story on this. Right. I don't know. I think it was kind of a, I don't know. I, I would love to see more players because you'll see, you know, LeBron James has ownership in, in soccer teams and, you know, and in baseball teams. And you see people like Magic Johnson, you know, with the Dodgers and stuff like that. So I think it's very, a cool idea to, especially like to a team that you have so many ties to and mm-hmm. help really help that team build. Um, and, I think and- the biggest thing that I'm just reading here just off rip is that the owner um, was exploring a potential sale uh, for the franchise, but the Garnett and him had never, you know, they were never in talks. And I think Garnett is looking for, you know, some sort of um, relationship with a team in the league and, and, you know, kind of wants to go more, toward that way but i think this was more of just a rumor and they you know their guys just backed out from from you know buying this team because there wasn't a sale there wasn't a an actual sale for this franchise yeah um talking about some money we see that uh skip bayless yeah and Stephen a smith they're not gonna reunite man i would 
I would pay a lot of money to see that 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 duo back. I love the the first take when when it was them two on there just yeah. spitting at each other. Um, but yeah, I guess that was the last kind of storyline that I kind of saw that we could talk about. I, I like I like what First Take has right now. I think they, in my eyes, are the most popular show. It's my favorite show on ESPN when I'm waking up. I think it's better than Get Up. I think it's better better than Jalen and Jacoby. No disrespect to those guys. Those guys are hilarious, and I love how they do their show. But Stephen A., Max Kellerman, and Molly Kurum are top three dogs, and I, I, they're just so entertaining to watch. And having Skip Bayless on, I think he just more fits fits better on Fox. Who is his co-host? Because he is thinking about re-signing or going somewhere. I think it's what's his name. Remind Shannon Sharp. Yeah. Sharp is um, his contracts up this year, and they're kind of talking about where he's going. I think those two guys are it's very interesting together. I think Shannon Sharp would be hilarious uh, meshing with Stephen A. But right now, I got to go first take. So I, I don't know, man. I'm just not a big Skip Bayless fan. He's almost I know, worse. I'm not than either. It. That's the thing, though. I kind of liked on first take because those two guys would just have completely opposite views of stuff and yeah and it just worked so well but credit to to max kellerman he does a great job over there um he's just a little more i don't know i mean he's got the famous thing where he's like you got martians pointing a, a laser beam at the, the the earth you got one person to shoot the ball it's andre Iguodala. that's content it's hilarious <laughs> Oh this is so not true because they're just you know it's it's all it's all scripted and everything else and they're like he's like I'm gonna just say this I'm going with Andre Iguodala and just make himself believe it but all right. yeah cool. all right let's uh let's go into our favorite segment man to man worthy or keep it moving real quick not a lot on the docket today um because it is All Star Weekend can't forget about that but first up we got Blake Griffin gets bought out by the Pistons, and he is now said he's going to agree to play with the Nets on the veteran mid-level exception. Mm. It's about five and I think it's almost closer to $6 million or something, $5.9 million or whatnot. But mm-hmm. is this worthy to you, or are we keeping it moving on this one? Man, I had a buddy text me this weekend asking – Asking me where I thought Blake Griffin was going to go. Obviously, I said Pacers. He said, really? No, I said, I'm just kidding. And then I said it was probably one of these big contending teams. But it just it with the Nets, it's just like, why? Like, all these contending teams, you're so good. And that's what, in my eyes, I like it when teams aren't that good, like the Trailblazers. But they have those dogs in them, and they, you know, keep going at it every single year. And they always just need, like, you know, maybe one more player to get over that hump. The Nets don't need to hump anything. Like they have, they're good. They have their starting five. I will say this is worthy only for one reason. And it it's because I think that we will see Blake Griffin dunk again. I don't, I think it's been over a year since he's dunked the ball. So yeah, I, think, I so. think he might get a couple lobs and it makes perfect sense, right? Who's yeah. the other guy down there with him? It's DeAndre Lob Jordan. City all over again. Yeah. yeah. So. I mean, it's good. I think this is the the last piece that the Nets really were looking for was a another big. But we'll see how, how he fits into the groove. There's still a lot of questions with KD coming back from his injury. 
um, time and then bringing in somebody like Blake Griffin again kind of has the whole chemistry issues and stuff. But, I mean, good for them, I guess, right? Yeah, um, whatever. They're like plus 300 to win the finals now, but whatever. Yeah. Um, next up, Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell and Gobert kind of go after the referees talking about they don't get any disrespect or they get so much disrespect from the refs and they don't respect them and whatnot. Kind of talked about on weekly Wednesday, but are we uh, worthy here or keeping it moving? Um, I'd like to keep it moving for now, but totally agree with, you know, the players on, on this certain side. And I think the refs just got to figure it out a little bit more. We talked about it, like you said. And so I was just not letting these guys play enough, man. Let them play, man. Come on. All right. All right. Uh, next up, we got Space Jam. We get some uh, some photos leaked a little bit. Mm. Um, yeah, I guess that's – the the Space Jam movie looks great, but uh, is this worthy or are we keeping it moving here? It's worthy because I want to talk about something from Space Jam, and I think a lot of people talk about it. Lola the bunny. They've made her look less seductive. I don't know if that's the right word, but Lola Bunny is like one of the hottest, hottest cartoons out there. Um, I can't think of other ones on top of my head. I'll just look it up here while I'm talking. But yeah, uh, she, you know, she doesn't have the crop top. She don't got the short shorts and she just got the full jersey. I get it, man. Um, but Lola Bunny, man, I don't know if I'm going to be able to watch this one. If Lola Bunny ain't, ain't looking so hot, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's the only time I've wanted a cartoon to sit on my face. I mean, I, I <laughs> serious. Let's, uh, I don't even know how to start this one, but yeah, I would say, you know, she looks more modern day. She doesn't look like a cartoon anymore of like back in the day. Um, she's kind of gotten an upgrade, but yeah, I can see it. No, no, uh, no, no more like crop top or anything like that. I don't know. I don't, if you look in, if you're looking at a cartoon, and thinking, you know, why isn't she, you know, everyone sexy is thinking looking? it. Everyone is thinking it, <laughs> you, dude. I think you you need to start thinking about something else. <laughs> no, everyone is definitely thinking about it. I'll get a couple for you. I'm just looking at a list right here. But um... <laughs> I don't know. I think you're looking into it way too much. I think. Are you sure Wilma Wilma Flintstone was fire from the Flintstones? That might be a little bit before our age. Yeah, it's way before my age. I don't. I never watched much cartoons anyway. But oh, that's who it is, Jessica Rabbit, dude. Jessica Rabbit with the red hair. I know you know what I'm talking about from Who Framed Roger Rabbit, 1988 film. Jessica Rabbit, dude. Yeah, I don't know, man. You got to keep the cartoons hot for me to watch. Yeah, I guess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say about that. That's just <laughs> so out of character. Everyone is thinking. <laughs> All right, uh, last up, we got uh, Mr. Embiid. He uh, officially is at top of the MVP race. Wonder Uh, Woman. Come on, bro. (laughs) Princess Jasmine, dog. Are you kidding me, bro? (laughs) Bro, you are off the rails, bro. I'm not thinking about cartoons like that. I swear. Someone's got Tinkerbell on this list. I don't know if I'm putting (laughs) Tinkerbell on top 10. I don't know. That's real small, man. Oh, shit. All right. So I'm guessing MB. Daphne from Scooby-Doo, bro. All right. I'm done. I'm done. But come on. You got to throw some respect. 
So she so she's down the list now that that she's she's looking bad like that. Yeah, I I mean they got Poison Ivy on here at twenty one. Lois Griffin, they put Lois Griffin at top twenty. I I'd still put Lola at, at top ten, but come on. All right, sorry. All right, Embiid MVP race. Is that worthy? We're we keeping it moving here. Top of the nope. Board? Keep it moving. Don't want to talk about. It. <laughs> Good to know. All right. Uh. I guess we will go into our game of the week. Andy, what is your game of the week and what you got for us for this week, man? Sure. Thursday nights. I don't even know if this game is televised, to be honest with you, but it's the Celtics and the Nets. Is it televised? Yeah, on, on NBA TV. Okay, so no one's going to watch it unless you have the package. But you can always stream stream it on Reddit. My game of the week is Thursday night, Celtics at Nets think this is going to be a good game not sure when Blake Griffin will be cleared to play but with that being said I gotta rock with the Nets spread you can't even do money line on the Nets anymore it's just you got to take the spread on them if you want to make a little bit more money I will take the spread and I would take K or no excuse me James Harden over 30. It's a good one that is definitely a good one we'll see how that one shapes out um, Celtics are playing better though now. We'll see if that continues in the second half of the season. Um, I guess my game of the week is going to be on Friday. Uh, Nuggets at the Grizzlies on NBA TV as well at 8 um, p.m. Eastern time. And I think, as much as I hate to say this, but I think the Grizzlies are going to try to make a run here to to try to inch up into the playoffs. And I think we'll see big games from from Zion, uh, not from Zion, from Ja, um, like Zion's been doing with um, the Pelicans. But I'm gonna take the Grizzlies in the same game here. I'm gonna take them as a as a as a spread. They'll probably be you know the underdog. They'll probably be plus four, maybe five points. And this one, take it, hammer it, and I'm gonna say Ja Morant will uh, will get you a you know a twenty piece, easy twenty piece for them. And help them, uh, you know, win the game. If not, you know, cover their spread. Yeah, the Grizzlies is always a team who you kind of just want to look out for in the second half of the season. Yeah, they always make runs down the the stretch to try to, you know, inch their way into possible playoffs. Um, we know Jared Jackson is still out with his injury, so yeah, you know they 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 haven't looked as great this year. But I still have them at the top of the list as you know. Real possible playoff teams if they just glad you didn't pick the Pacers this week. I tried to. I was gonna ask. I asked you beforehand. I was like, "Can I do Pacers twice this week?" Because they play the Lakers. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Nah, I can't do it in a row." That is gonna um, be such a blowout game. Yeah, let's talk about our Pacers real quick, and then we will get out of here because we are running low on some time. But I think the biggest takeaway for me this week is second quarters uh, for the Pacers. We, you know, we go uh, one and two this week. We we drop down to tenth in the East. Um, drop three games below five hundred. We're sitting at sixteen and nineteen. But second quarters have been our like Achilles heel. Basically, we come out of the gate, we play a you know good first quarter, but the second quarter we get outscored or scored so many times. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the the fix like of that. I know it might be like a second group or or something like that coming in, um and and whatnot. But I don't know. 
What do you what do you think about the Pacers? What do you, you got anything about them this week? Or? Thing we always preach, man. Every single year, the first half of the season, we're at it now. It's about to be the second half, which is only going to get so much harder from here. We didn't we didn't give ourselves a cushion. Right. So now, sitting tenth in the East, you're talking about second quarters. For some reason, man, our groove has just got so off. And I know, yeah, maybe the Vic trade was a big blow for us obviously no Karis Levert right now huge blow Miles Turner being injured right Sabonis having some knickknacks here and there Jeremy Lamb coming off injuries TJ Warren out they're not excuses but we've played well without these guys who have been out for the year like you know TJ Warren and Jeremy Lamb and Vic we've seen spurts of us playing well together and, and forming this chemistry so now you're saying, like, we're not a good second-quarter team because we keep getting outscored in all these games last week, but we're a, th- a great third-quarter team. But we're another team who can't finish in the fourth quarter. So that's why not – I mean, you know, we, we get on national television. We lose both those games. So, you know, it, it's just – I don't know. I really don't know what it is, but it's the Pacers. We're a small market team. And we will never have that big player ever come to our team unless we draft the guy or unless we form these all-stars. So bonus is a big guy. We need somebody that's like a Vic that's coming out. Who's always got the ball in his hand. Malcolm Brogdon is low key, obviously rookie of the year in 2017 or whenever it was a couple of years back, but just got to find chemistry with the Pacers. Didn't give ourselves a cushion. The second half is only going to get so much harder. And I wouldn't be surprised if you'll see the Pacers in this playoff you know, get in game for whatever, whatever new that they're incorporating to get into the playoffs, the play in seat or whatever. So it's a bummer to see your your team down like that. Yeah. Yeah. We will get to see Karis LeVert hopefully make his return here in March sometime is when they, you know, predicted that. Um, But I mean, it was, I guess a a more relaxed episode for you guys this week, enjoying the, the time off from the NBA, enjoying, I guess, what you could have of the all-star game. Um, But I guess with that, man, if you don't have anything else, I think this week's episode is a wrap, right? Yeah. I will will namaste the aliens on this one. (laughs) Um, But if you enjoyed this episode again, please give us, you know, those good five-star ratings, subscribe. And most importantly, share with your moms and get your damn merch. Yeah. Um, But if, you know, keep up with us daily, on all of our social media that's at man to man podcast namaste to the aliens out there namaste to the aliens out there namaste my young soldier pacing nation baby